This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com We're coming to Purim Koton. We don't have such a parallel as Yom Tov Koton. We have what's a, Muslim, a concept that's called Purim Koton. In the leap year, there's two Adars, and the first Adar is Purim called Purim Koton. What's the significance of a small Purim? Small in size, how many centimeters is it? What's the idea of Purim Koton? We have to understand generally the idea of cotton and cutness, young, baby, youth in Judaism. We know in Judaism that the idea of cutness, the idea of a child, is something we cherish for all our lives. We long to remain children all our lives. Now, it doesn't mean we long to play with teddy bears all our life. It means that we long for this relationship with Hashem like a child to his parent. A child feels totally dependent on his parent. A child feels that his parent is capable of giving him everything he needs. A child feels that his parent is protecting him and feels that his parent cares about nothing else other than him. A relationship of a child to a parent, uh, to a parent is the most important and the most secure and the most, and the, you know, the most important thing even on, a, even on a psychological level for a child. You know, nowadays, I just, even yesterday, spoke to a therapist, a Talmud, whatever, and I have a lot of therapists, and a lot of them deal with the concept most problems that happen later in life are caused, caused by child trauma, you know, by, by, by un, uh, unhealthy childhood. Childhood means when a child and a parent have the most beautiful relationship. That is a relationship that we share with Hashem forever, for always. Klad Yisrael cherishes being a child. That's why we are called the children of Israel, Right? Kalman Yiddish, the Yiddish Kinder. We are called, yeah? oh. oh, that's right. We call the Yiddish Kinder, we call the children, we call Hashem's children. B'nai Yisrael, the children of Israel. Why are we called the children of Israel? We're not five years old anymore. A man of 70 is called the, ch- the child of Israel? Yes, because this is a relationship that we cherish. We cherish. The deepest and holiest relationship you can have with Hashem is when you feel you're a child of Hashem. And that's why in the Kodesh Kadashim, in the holiest place, on the Oran, on the Ark, you had the Kruvim. And the Kruvim, one opinion of the Gemara is that there were faces of babies. So the deepest place in the world, the Kodesh Kadashim, the deepest connection in the world is the faces of babies. Babies are so dependent. A child nurses from his mother. It's the deepest relationship. The child is totally unfocused on anything else in the world. A child, a baby comes to nurse from the mother. He doesn't know of anything in the world other than this is now my mother and she's giving me my parents. She's giving me everything I need now. She's keeping me alive. This is the deepest relationship that a yid must share with Hashem all the time. One must have that relationship with Hashem. One must be able to call out to Hashem and saying, and saying Hashem, it's Kalmush speaking. Hashem, it's, it's your child speaking. It's 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 it's, it's, it's Mashallah, it's, it's, it's your child, Hashem. I'm begging you. I know that you can provide me with everything. This is such an important. When we lose that relationship, then we don't daven properly, we don't turn to Hashem properly, and that's the beginning of all disasters. And listen to this. You learn, you learn through the Gemaras about the Chorba Besamigdash. You see an unbelievable thing. You see that the Roman commanders and all our enemies, before what made that decision, what concluded, what... <clears throat> What, what gave them the courage and the strength to fight against Kalanistra? They were all, all the leaders back then, they were all frightened of Kalanistra. We knew, they knew that we have an almighty God that protects us. What did they, what did they do? They used to meet a, a child in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the street coming back from Cheder. And they used to ask the child, what posseg did you learn today, right? Familiar with that? Oh, exactly. 
What did you learn? What pasuk did you learn? And the child used to blurt a pasuk out from his mouth, and then they used to decide, oh, now Hashem's telling me I can go and conquer them. Which means that the whole Chorban and everything that he did to Yerushalayim and to the Jewish people came who paskened our fate. There was a child, the little child, the Yiddish child who said his pasuk. Why did they stop a Yiddish child? Because they understood that when we lose that child relationship with Hashem, then we're done. Then we're done. So the child chose the child was, was chose our fate because that, that that was a sign. That was a sign that the that the child of us had lost its has lost its bond, its union with Hashem. The child that is within within every Jew, and then that child seals our then that that, that child seals our fate. And this is what we need, especially especially now in our days. The Chazal Dashan on the Pasuk, Al Tigu Bim Don't touch my Mashiach. Eilu These are the little children. Don't touch them because they are our essence. They are our continuity. They are the child. And not just the young child. Yes, the young child, but the young child in all of us. The young child in all of us. Even when we grow up. And this is the Muhammad between Yaakov and between Anamalik. The Pasuk says when Yaakov Sorry, when Yaakov and Esau were born, the Pasuk says, Vayigdalu han Orem. Vayigdalu han Orem. The Yaakov and Esau grew up, and Esau broke out into independence. He became a hunter. A hunter means I'll take care of myself. A hunter means I can take care. I'll hunt my animals. I'll hunt my provisions. I'll steal. I'll, I'm independent. I'll take care of myself. But Yaakov was an Ishtom. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't lose his Tamimus. He didn't lose his simplicity. He didn't lose the child of his. And that's why his favorite son was Yosef Atzadik. Yosef Atzadik, the Pasuk says, V'hu Nar. The Pasuk says, beginning of Parashas Vayeshev. V'hu Nar Espenei Bila Espenei Zilpa. He was like a Nar. Very good. See about Mitzvah and he was a nar. And nar means he also Yosef Tzadik had had this relationship with his father that he always remained the child of his father. He was the child of his father, and that's why Yosef Tzadik and, that, and that's why Yosef Tzadik is the one that destroys Amalek. Amalek is interested in showing godless. Amalek ignores Amalek. Esav Esav turned his back to the beautiful relationship that a child can have with his parent, meaning that a child can have on a deeper level with a vinusha with a vinusha and this is, this is what Purim is all about. When the terrible Gzera came out, so what did Mordechai do? Mordechai gathered together, who? Mordechai gathered together the little children. Chazal said that Mordechai gathered together the little children. And he started teaching them Torah. And that's when Haman came in, and that's where, that's where Haman came in, and Mordechai said, Haman came in with a message, I've got to ride you on the horse. The whole turnaround of the story came about when Mordechai was giving a share to the kids, to the kids. Mordechai understood that against Amalek, we need the child's relationship with Hashem. We need to turn to Hashem like a child. And when he, Mordechai was learning with the children, and that's why we put so much emphasis on children, on exciting children and mitzvahs. And you know, back in the day, if you were a Rebbe in the Cheder, it was a tremendous covet. It was the greatest covet to be a Rebbe in the Cheder because you're teaching you're seeing the purity of children, you're seeing the purity of, the, of, of, of a Yiddish child, how he believes, how he's, how, how he's, how he's tmimus. This is what we're lacking so much today in our day and age. Because people, Baruch Hashem, are more learned today. You know, 50, 60 years ago, 100 years ago, Jews were not so learned. Very few Jews were learned. A lot of Jews didn't learn Gemara. A lot of Jews did not learn it, but they had a relationship with Hashem. They knew how to daven. I don't mean knew how to daven the words. I mean, they felt this. They felt, they, they had this relationship with Hashem like a child. Today, people are intellectual and people are learned and people are mature, and therefore, 
what lacks is shouldn't be a contradiction, but in many cases it becomes a contradiction. That you know, if you're such a London and you're such a gun, is you forget how to daven. You know, I, I know somebody here, Big Tamat Chacham in Yerushalayim, is a Rebbe in a yeshiva, and he said, you know, he says when it comes to davening, he just takes out a safe, he just doesn't know how to daven anymore. You know, not Shmei, he davens Shmei Nesra, but, uh, you know, he drinks Sukkot of the Zimra, he's learning a safer, and, uh, you know, and he davens Shmei Nesra, because you have to daven Shmei Nesra. That's not a relationship. He's got no relationship with Hashem. This guy, he's not a child, he's not, a, he's, not a, he's not one of the children of Israel. He doesn't have that child relationship with Hashem. You've got to have a child relationship. You've got to become a Tamat Chacham. You should become a Lamdan. You should become a Gon. You should become, you should become, you know, ex- extremely bright and smart and knowledgeable of Torah. But you mustn't lose, you mustn't lose that relationship that you had with Hashem. The one in our generation, the Tzaddik in our generation that showed this was the Hele Gitzan Zarebbe, the Klezem Gareb. Klezem Gareb was a Gon. He used to give many Go'in, Go'in before davening Shachras in the morning. He davened like a child. He davened like a child. He was in his 80s. He Daven like a child to his father. He cried his eyes out to Hashem. Oi, Tata, Tata. He called out tens of times in the middle of davening. Tata, Father, 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 Father. And this is a guy who's a Goran Olam. He learned 15, 16, 17, 18 hours a day. He was Machadish Chedushim. Came to davening, he was like a child. That's the Shlemus. And you see on certain tzaddikim, especially one saw it on this, the Holy Satmarov, Rabbi Yoel, he had a face of a child. He had a first example living in it. He had a he had a face of a child, right? Yeah. Mamish had a face of a child. He was pure. He was sweet. A lot of tzaddikim are sweet. You go and see Rabbi Shmuel Morgenstern. He's cute. He's mamish sweet, and he's got a childishness to him. He laughs at every joke. He's got a childishness to him, but not in a negative way, in a positive way, because he he's got such a relationship with Hashem that his mamish mamish feels like a child. That's the bnei Yisrael. So this is Purim. Purim. Purim is what Purim is in the day of Mechias Amalek. The day of Mechias Amalek is the day of Mechia, of erasing the Esau that enjoys being independent, that enjoys being a big boy, enjoys being a big boy, enjoys, you know, doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be considered Ke'ilu immature. He doesn't go to his mother. He didn't have a relationship with his mother. Yaakov you know, had, the, had an incredible relationship still with his mother, even though Yaakov, who Yaakov was, but he was an Ishtom. He still developed and he still retained that beautiful relationship that Yamash, thank you so much, the, the, the young relationship that he had he still retained and that's what we need that's the day and that's why on, on Purim we love watching the children they dress up and we see the kids are so into it and we're into it and even some adults you know even some adults dress up you know they become like children <laughs> and we enjoy we enjoy being the children we enjoy being the children of Israel and that's why Purim generally speaking is exactly 30 days before Pesach because Pesach, Pesach is, is, is commemorating the Gezerah of Paroi to throw the babies into the river. And Reb Tzadik writes, it wasn't just an idea of saving himself because he knew it's true that he knew that the Redeemer would be born and he wanted to kill them all. It's an uh, it's an it's, it's it's intellectual argument about the importance of babies, of children. Paroi said, until you prove yourself and you graduate from Herzliya University, is you're not worth anything. And uh, and when Am Yisrael knows that, a, that 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 on the contrary that 
the, the baby is what we, we look at and we strive to be all our lives. It was an intellectual, it was, an intell- it, was, it, was, it was a hashkofic argument about the importance of what babies and children represent. And that's why Mitzrayim, Hashem took care of the children. It's unbelievable how Hashem took care. It says by the Shir Sayam, when the Yidin sang, Zeh Keli Vanvei, they pointed to Hashem. Where did they see Hashem? Where did they know Hashem from? Where were, where were they prior introduced to Hashem? That they said, hey, Zeh Keli, we recognize him. This is God. So Chazal say, because Hashem took care of the babies when they were born. The mothers had to leave the babies out in the field that the Egyptians shouldn't catch them and kill them. And it says that Hashem literally took care of them. Hashem gave them honey and milk and, and, and nurtured them. Nurtured them. Hashem was taking care of the babies because the babies and the children, this is, what Am Yisrael, this is really what Am Yisrael is. And that's why in the holiest evening of the year, in certain ways, Seder night, Lil Seder, where the biggest oiras come down to a person, the biggest Kabbalistic oiras come down to a person, we are busy with telling children, telling our children the story in the most simple way, like a Rebbe in first grade. And that's how we tell our children. We, 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 we marvel at our children. We marvel at their eyes popping out when we tell them the story and we tell them what happened. And they're so intrigued and it's late at night and they're so intrigued and they're listening and they're so connected to what we're telling them. This is what Pesach is all about. This is what Pesach is all about. So in this chos, we should be zorich HaMetz to the Geula HaShlema, we should be zorich HaMetz to... To to Bnei Yisrael, Beheshev Leiv Oves Albanem Leiv Banem Alavoisam Emherab Yameinu Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.